I'm Vivian Boas and this is the EHS Unplugged Podcast, the show where we share tips on home and workplace safety, environmental sustainability and health and wellness tips. Join us as we explore these topics with industry experts and learn to create a safer and healthier world. The current trend in health and safety is encouraging employees to speak out. But normally when you do that, it comes with certain consequences. So my guest today is going to unpack it and make you understand that actually embracing psychological safety is beneficial to your organization. Kelvin, karibu sana. Asante sana wakunikaribisha. So thank you, our viewers. My name is Kevin Harris, a health and safety specialist here in Kenya. And I have this strong uh, urge to change the way we work in our respective areas, in our, in, in our different uh, sectors. And the best way of doing this is just to go home 100% self. So welcome all our viewers in this particular session as we delve more on psychological safety. So, is the grace of God. And uh, you know, there's nothing that uh, is easy. Yeah. The moment you have uh, opportunity to serve, yeah. always serve. Because even the Bible tells us, for those ones who believe in the Bible, I'm a believer, by the way. Yeah. And uh, the Bible tells us that uh, the moment that, the moment God gives you strength to do something, you're supposed to do it as if you do it for Him. So if you're serving humanity, that's the, the best goal, yeah. you know? So if you have that time to, to build capacity amongst yeah. uh, workers, it's just the best thing to do. Yeah. Um, and that is how you make, uh, you become a fisher of man, you know. Mm-hmm. Just go out there and you make disciples. The moment we have a workforce that um, tends to have um, a safety consciousness, mm-hmm. definitely we are going to achieve any goal that we have. You know we have the zero harm goal. Yeah. Every organization is practicing it. Yeah. So for us to achieve that, definitely, you're supposed to start from down there as you go up. Even the government, even our president nowadays say, normally say bottom up. So we start from the bottom as we go up. <laughs> very true, very true. So um, in my opinion, you're a very good ambassador for this whole goal that we have for this year, which is zero harm. So I felt that bringing you on board to have this conversation, you're the right person for it because you're very passionate about um, psychological safety. So just take us through what exactly is psychological safety in the workplace. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, actually, I know everybody around the world currently, they are talking about uh, the, the new normal that it's known as um, uh, how organization are supposed to do. And you know, we have um, Ken, Kenya being part and parcel of ILO, that is International Labor Organization. So there are so many things that we tend to, uh, to, to, uh, to, to, uh, to reap from that, uh, that particular global organization. And uh, recently we started with what we call ISO 45001. Mm-hmm. And this is just a standardization mark whereby it talks about the best way of uh, pushing health and safety. Mm-hmm. But currently we have another one uh, that is uh, psychological safety and um, we tend to push everybody to achieve that particular goal mm-hmm. every place is supposed everybody is supposed to be safe wherever we are mm-hmm. and the best way of doing this or achieving this mm-hmm. is um, starting from the bottom as we go up mm-hmm. and psychological safety definitely is a is a realm whereby we tend to push people to speak up. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are in an organization, people are speaking up. If you are facing any challenge mm-hmm. in organization, mm-hmm. people have that latitude of speaking up. You get it. So the moment we speak up, the moment you spot and self act and self condition out there, mm-hmm. definitely you will uh, you will report it. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing that you are, uh, you 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 bear with me witness is that um, over time. Mm-hmm. 
we've encountered a lot of a lot of issues simply because people are not speaking up yeah. people are not gathering the unsafe condition and unsafe facts mm -hmm. but the moment we are able to achieve people are able to go and pick those unsafe facts and safe condition definitely we are achieving psychological safety mm -hmm. so in a nutshell psychological safety is just a way uh, a new normal whereby people the moment they, they spot something that is out of chain they but they broadcast it yeah. and the top management cannot come up with the cane and start caning these people yeah. yes so that is in a simple simplest format that is what we call psychological safety uh, so so let me ask you this now that uh, you've talked about it's a new normal so who exactly is supposed to be pushing for this in, in an organization is it the CEO or is it the health and safety you know assigned person or is it the site engineer who exactly is supposed to be pushing this agenda Okay, when we talk about psychological safety and all the things that entails it, when you go back also to how to manage health and safety in your respective organization, definitely the bugs always stop with the top management. Uh -huh. And the top management, I'm talking about uh, the CEO, the MDs, uh -huh. the directors, uh, the project managers, and what have you. So uh, it's normally starts from the top right. because um, if the, the the top management are not aligned to the new normal definitely it will be hard yes. the patron of a health and safety committee is supposed to be CEO yeah. or the MD mm. so that when you sit you sit in that particular meeting mm. everything starts with him mm. he can direct the finance guys mm. to uh, to give resources to the health and safety mm. if the health and safety advise the the top management on a given mm. on a given new normal mm. definitely he will know it yeah. and then he, he has the latitude to push the same agenda to mm. to action yeah to my next question yes you, you know um, psychological safety is all about you've talked about it speaking up you know and having that freedom you don't fear being victimized right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but victimization does happen yes when you're on site and then well kind of a summer you know mimi nimeambua ni pande lakini nimeona ipo likolini right mm -hmm. that's an example mm -hmm. and my supervisor or the site engineer insists mm -hmm. that you know i have to do this mm -hmm. you have to do this because kumbuka construction industry timelines mm -hmm. timelines very tight mm -hmm. now sometimes budget yenye mnawak nayo very limited budget so now you come you you are coming as a health and safety person and you're insisting you know indo sheria vinye nasema health and safety kama polikolini usipande then this guy insists na kuje akwambie kama health and safety person mm -hmm. then the next day this person is not on site because you remember there are no systems in place in that organization to protect mm -hmm. this individual mm -hmm. so what happens in such cases how do we deal with that uh, by the way, that's a good question mm -hmm. and those are some of the challenges that um, that a lot of our, uh, a lot of workers out there they normally encounter mm -hmm. and um, it has reduced them just to be to, to be spectators huh? and uh, and this is a, a difficult a difficult world we are living in mm -hmm. and that's why, that's the reason why i started by saying the moment we start pushing safety from the top yeah. if the boss is the uh, if the ceo is the boss yeah. he's pushing safety from that particular angle yeah. definitely these, these are going to be things for, from the past in the recent year uh, actually from the incident that we've been having in the industry the industry around uh, all over around the world there's another new normal that is called um, safety by design so in safety by design it tends to push people in a given line mm -hmm. whereby you start from somewhere 
and um, for information, when you, when, uh, when, you, when you push or, or, or when you use safety by design, definitely it has power to protect that last mile worker because everybody knows their responsibility and their accountability. Yeah. You get it. And one thing that uh, majority of, um, of uh, managers don't understand, especially the project managers who are pushing the, pro uh, the projects, mm -hmm. uh, they don't understand they have what we call um, uh, the responsibility and the accountability of their project. You get Thank it. You. Yeah. Health and safety representative, their work is just to advise. The role of a health and safety person is just to advise. Yeah. Your advisor to the, to the, to the PM, your advisor to the project manager. And actually, for you to have or for you to graduate in what we call safety culture, mm -hmm and, and uh, to achieve the continuous learning, which is the topmost uh, uh, level mm -hmm. as far as safety culture is concerned, mm -hmm. we cannot just be there, we can just that land there. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to have a do uh, health and safety personnel that's supposed to have a dotted line mm -hmm. towards the towards the MD or towards the CEO or mm -hmm. any topmost person in the organization. Mm -hmm. So you, you're, not, you're not answerable to any person, you're only answerable to who? The, the CEO or the MD of your organization. Mm -hmm. that, that you advise him and the power that, uh, that the, the CEO will bring it down, definitely it will touch masses down there. Mm -hmm. But um, in, the, in the recent days, we have this shift whereby people are starting to glorify the project manager. Why? You know why? It's because these people bring money. You know you as a health and safety person, you are a spender. <laughs> you spend money. But you're not bringing in money. So focus will be more on the person who's bringing, bringing money. money yeah. But let me tell you, it's normally, God forbid, these people know, normally know us when things go wrong. When their job is, uh, is, uh, is uh, mm. at stake. Yeah. That's the day that we'll be calling you. Mm. But we are trying to push that. We are trying to make them understand that you're not answerable to anybody, mm. only to them, to the top management. Mm. So the moment we achieve this, and the, the moment uh, health and safety know their footing, mm. they go out and put their footing. Mm. And the moment health and safety guys advise the MDs well, mm. definitely we are going to, to have this space whereby a uh, person down there, we normally call them the last mile personnel or the last mile technician. These people will, will know that in case of anything, I have process to follow. Mm. So you cannot just come and tell them, do this, do, do that. Mm. So when you follow uh, the systematic way of what we call RACHI, that is responsibility, accountability, consultation, and, info, uh, and informed. Mm. When you follow that particular arena, mm. everybody will know their, their places. Mm. For instance, the PM will know, I have responsibility and accountability of making people to go home 100% safe. Mm. You get it? Mm. You, as the health and safety, will know I have that power to advise these people mm. before they engulf or they go out to do that job. Were they informed well? Mm. And sometimes we normally we normally blame the health and safety people. Currently in our market, there are, I tend to call them the maguires of uh, health and safety. We have this character: people who are maguires, they just come to health and safety and do things that um, that you want. Mm. They are not advising. You suppose just as a health and safety person to. Put your feet down mm. and take over what belongs to you. Mm. The moment you do that, the moment you push that particular agenda, mm. people start, start seeing another face. Mm. The, no, the moment you put out stop orders, people will see actually it's not business as, uh, as usual. Mm -hmm. It's not that the way we used to do. And you know, another thing that also uh, the devil a lot of organization mm. is the culture, the climate of, of, of this organization, mm. the safety climate. 
the first thing you're supposed to do as a health and safety uh, a representative or officer is just to do the to do the analysis or the need uh, uh, need assessment mm. of your organization. Mm. Just know the climate in this organization. Mm. How is the culture in this organization? Every organization then to have their culture. Yeah. Even if you go to NASA, mm. even if you go to Amazon. Even if you go to BP, you go to Shell, all these multinational organizations, they have their own culture. Yeah. People are competing to be at the top. Mm. So it's up to you to come with the process. Process is the only way that can shape organization. Mm. And it can lead and tell you this person is a person who ran away from the, from the, from the step. So you can go back and pinpoint, this is the yeah. gap that we have here. Mm. So by pushing that, by showcasing that, by pushing psychological safety, mm. by pushing safety by design, people to understand their realm, mm. and by making sure that people understand their responsibility. Mm. What, where is my responsibility? Where does it end? Mm. Definitely, people are going to shape up. Yeah. Interesting. Guys, I hope uh, this is something that... Um, is applicable to you because yeah, in, in most organizations it is and one thing that i wanted to ask is um when it comes we've talked about victimization mm -hmm. we've talked about the responsible parties mm -hmm. you know we've talked about um exactly what it is that makes sense already mm -hmm. but just one key area um is there a reward system actually when a uh, reward system is one of the what we call safety management uh, approaches that we have mm -hmm. currently mm -hmm. but when you go and look at a lot of scholars mm -hmm. they don't appreciate it but it, it works it affects them psychologically psychologically for instance let me ask you uh you go out mm -hmm. you guys you are, you are celebrating you are celebrating let's say 10 million hours mm -hmm. or 5 million hours without uh, any recordable incident and what have you mm -hmm. so what does it create what does it create if you if you say that if you're going to achieve five million hours mm. then we are going to celebrate you guys we are going to reward you people if somebody goes outside there and make a mistake they, they will hide it yes. because you are going to be an impediment for them to receive what yeah. award uh, so this award system tend to work in two fronts mm. so you're supposed to be very careful how you bring the award system to your organization bring it in a more elaborate way i tend to advise companies and i tell them that uh, the best way of pushing reward system is just to improve what we call the open door policy to mm -hmm. the CEO. The moment you put that, that is the biggest, the biggest tool that these people need. Mm -hmm. And um, another reward that you can give to your people is just trust. Mm -hmm. Just win the trust of your people. That's the best reward. So for us to, to reward our people very well, I can say that let us just create psychological safety. Mm -hmm. And the best way of winning this is, uh, or the best reward that you can give to your people, is um, creating an open door policy whereby people feel free to come to the boss and mm -hmm. ask and air out their grievances or their issues that are delivering them. Mm -hmm. The first thing to win trust is just to create what we call ability ability mm. and when you go to many organization the best way you can reward your person or your technician is just create a, a capability among them mm. for instance if you take this guy to a higher education you give them a given certification mm -hmm. they will feel proud mm. they will even go out and apply for another job They'll also apply for, they'll go for out for greener pastures. Huh? You get it. You've created ability among these people. Yeah. They will feel proud. Mm. For instance, you have handymen, people who are, you guys, maybe you call them casual. We don't call them casual because of psychological safety. We call we them handymen. handymen. 
So these handymen, imagine you just give them as a basic thing like uh, first aid training. Take them to this re-owned organization like Red Cross or St. John's. Just mm. take them there for training. Mm. Take them for for hazard identification and risk assessment training mm. so that these people can know how to differentiate hazards and how to do risk assessment. Mm. These people will come out bragging mm. that you see I have this. Secondly is uh, integrity. Mm -hmm. As leaders, as a top management, you're supposed to uh, is to speak it out and you act on it. Mm -hmm. You cannot just tell some people that we are going to close I'm going to supply you guys with um, with uh, uh, personal protective equipment tomorrow. But down the line, two weeks, those things are not out. Mm -hmm. People will lose trust in you. Mm -hmm. You tell people to go and um, and report near misses and self-act and self-condition. Mm -hmm. The moment they, they report, you bring them to book. Mm -hmm. Definitely, they will, they, will, they will lose trust in that. So they act. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the best thing to achieve psychological safety or to win the trust to, to achieve psychological safety mm -hmm. is integrity. Integrity is very important as leaders. Mm -hmm. Leaders are supposed to show integrity. That, that brings me to this particular question. Based on everything that you said, I feel like um, the back stops with the, the CEO's abuse. As we've said that clearly, do you feel that um, CEOs need training on psychological? Yes, 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 yes. And, 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 and are these trainings even available? Yes. For instance, the best training that you can give to your CEO, there are very many uh, training. Uh, the best one is IOSH. IOSH, they have another training that is called Managing Safely. Mm -hmm. Manage, managing Safely is also good. So for those, uh, for our viewers from there, the, those uh, health and safety representatives who are out, out there, you can check this one out. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a very good course. Mm -hmm. We have what we call, they have, IOSH have what they call Managing Safely, they have what is called Working Safely, mm -hmm. and also they have another one for executive executive uh, OSH executive training. Mm -hmm. So this executive training is very good for the top management mm -hmm. and also the managing safety is also good for the man other managers down there. Mm -hmm. They can go and take this course. It's a very nice course that can open their eyes. But all in all, mindset is the key here. Mm -hmm. Mindset is the key. You know, even um, the Bible tells us that faith cometh by hearing and by hearing the word of God. Mm -hmm. So the more you hear the word of God, the more faith builds in your heart. Mm. So the more you push the agenda of safety, mm. the more you push it, the more you incline it to the heart of, um, mm. of the multitude outside there, the more it's going to be written uh, at the tablets of their hearts. Mm. But if you leave it that the health and safety is just a norm mm. for, the, for the health and safety guys, definitely you're going to lose the mark. Yeah. Even the guard at the gate, let him understand that it's wrong to, for you to come and park your cars mm. anyhow. Yeah. All cars are supposed to be packed on a ready to go. Mm. The same, if you have people who are going to build your house, are your house designed in a such a way that in case of fire, you can break the windows and, and escape? That's a topic for another day because you know very well they are not. Okay. Especially most Kenyan homes. So just uh, one last question, Harris. Um, do you feel like outside work, you're actually still pushing for psychological safety? Psychological safety is, uh, I can tell you for free, is, uh, it's not an easy thing. Mm -hmm. It needs more inductions, it needs more training, it needs us to go out and showcase to, 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 our, uh, to our companies. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to go out, actually we have a lot of work to do mm -hmm. to, for us to push psychological safety because majority of people will not see the benefit of it. Mm -hmm. 
and especially the challenge that we have is around construction industry. Construction industry is the worst. Yeah. Service industry that train, yeah. you guys you saw, you saw during the COVID-19 how our transport service industry they did it. Yeah. So sanitizers were everywhere. Yeah. And also when you look at our system right now, we are pushing for vehicles to have um, to have uh, telematics. We are pushing for vehicles to have drivers who are going not just drivers, but drivers who are going what we call defensive driving. Defensive driving yeah. All these things we are trying to push um, safety in that particular domain. Mm. But where I feel we, start, we still have gaps mm. is around construction industry. Mm. Just look around Nairobi. Mm. You you'll be surprised that um, in each and every estate you cannot miss less than 10 cranes that are going up and the people who are working there they go for cheap labor yeah. they don't go for these people who are learning to mm. go to, to go and to be their muscle and what have you they go for class a dropouts yeah. and that's i i think it's a topic for another day we shall delve on safety yeah. perception safety perception is another area whereby yeah. you just go and pick mm. any dick and hurry and mm. you bring them in your sight mm. another thing that is demeaning or uh, heartening is around uh, the fumes they are releasing the mixers, the cements they are releasing each and every day in this industry. Mm. It's killing a, a lot of our, um, our brothers. Mm. Silicosis is another... Mm. You know, silicosis cannot be cured. Mm. So if it, 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 it gets there, definitely it's another story. So people are dying going home. People are working, they're coming to Nairobi, to the cities and other cities around the world mm. to work, to get for, to, to feed their families. But these people cannot go back home and, it, and enjoy the life expectancy mm. that we have. Yeah. So... The moment they retire, they go home dying, mm. and all the effort, all the land they bought for the family, they sell, they sell them out yeah. to go and treat these people who are their breadwinners or the uh, monarch of their families who are uh, mm. who are who are now sick, and it's very bad, mm. and the situation is very bad outside there. Mm. It's, now it's just uh, up to you and me just to go outside there and preach the gospel of. Uh, of safety. I know it's not easy. People will bash you out, yeah. but let us be conscious. Sometimes me, when I go out in any given building, I don't just enter. I first go to the door. I breathe. I thank God. I look. I do assessment before I enter any given building. Mm. Because you never know how terrorists will, when terrorists will come and strike. So you're supposed just to know how to escape that particular building. These are some of the things that... She reminds me. There's a time you came into a building those who were, who were having um, uh, a talk, a safety talk. Yes. And then you just walked in and then you walked out. Mm -hmm. And the first thing you said is, guys, where is the emergency exit? Because Mimi Sioni. And then everyone was like, when you were kill to America to go comfortable. Mm -hmm. And that says a lot mm -hmm. how how much of you know you've embraced safety and it's become part of you. Mm -hmm. The fact that you can walk into a building and the first thing you think about is mm -hmm. an exit. I mean mm -hmm. who does? Thank you, thank you. Because you know that's how we, we are supposed to do it. Yeah. And uh, and the moment you do that, I can assure you, mm. your children will be happy every evening mm. to receive you, and they will be kissing you every morning when you are going out. You know, sometimes it's very bad. Uh, there's this um, uh, case case I was uh, I was also dealing with. Uh, and for your information, do you know if people have been, uh, let's say, you've been in, uh, people have been involved in an accident, let's say a road uh, RTA, that is road traffic accident. And then people are down there and you see uh, an elderly woman, an elderly man crying. They don't cry because of pain. Majority of them cry because of their families. Mm. It normally strikes them, I'm dead. Who will feed for my family? Mm. And that's the reason why as first responders in any area, 
actually I have a background in population health and epidemiology yeah. so we normally encourage people the moment the first thing you caught out of there and you respond to any any of these cases mm. first of all is to assure assure these guys it's going to be okay mm. it's going to be okay mm. even though you know they are going to they're not they're, they're not going to make it mm. so the best thing is just to assure them because of all other things so the moment we have this mindset of surety when you go to somewhere do not just go and enter inside you can enter and that can be the last time of you or day of you that you live out of that particular building self so anytime any place you are going always make sure you do your root uh, what we call uh, risk assessment okay. it's very important but and it's very easy mm. it's very easy Actually, there are those snap risk assessments. Yeah, snap, the yeah. snap, the snap. Mm -hmm. We normally call it, uh, in health and safety, we, no, uh, we normally call it, uh, what we call it, whereby you just go out and you just scan around and you ask yourself, is there anything I'm supposed to do here? Am I welcomed here? Mm -hmm. Who is the, who is a toxic person here? Do that. Just your, your analysis. Mm -hmm. We have a, a security guard there. Ask your, your, yourself some question. Mm. Does he know what he's doing? How is he arranging this vehicle? Just ask yourself if you're going into a mall, into a park. Ask yourself some question. Mm. Go and check the driver. How is the driver driving that particular vehicle? Is he driving while he's holding? Uh, one, one of his shoulder is holding the phone. Another hand is, uh, is, is, is dealing with the, with the steering. Mm. Then we have another hand that is dealing with the gear shafts. Mm. All those are unsafe conditions. And you know what? When a safe condition and safe act come together, there's, there's no possibility that you will mm. come out of that particular area safe. It's either serious injuries mm. or fatality. Mm. So it's up to us to go out, do risk assessment very fast by just scanning the area where you are going to work mm. so that at least you can go back home safe. And if not like that, you can alert other people while they're escaping the, mm. uh, the room. Yeah to you know up and coming health and safety persons you know those who are still in school when they are applying for jobs is this something they should look into psychological safety how can you tell an organization is psychologically you know safe is this an environment where if i apply for a job and they take me should i accept that offer or because right now you've said we're make it's the new normal so as a, a, an incoming employee is it something you should consider when you're taking a job? Yes. Mm. You know, nowadays we say, don't just go and start working in an organization because uh, when you go and do the statistics of uh, suicides that are being done, majority of them are, uh, are around psychological self. Mm. And a lot of them are, are dealing with the um, psychology, the tension, the well-being of these people. Mm. So you cannot just go and enter into a toxic environment and expect to 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 win the battles. And the best way of doing this is just to do what we call uh, safety climate. Mm. Safety climate is just a, a natural of just doing a random climate assessment of that organization. Mm. Just see how safe is this area. Mm. And it's important because uh, I've told you the people who are entering in our workforce right now are millennials yeah. and i can assure you millennials cannot work in an area that is toxic yeah. they'll just close the laptop and tomorrow they have gone to another area yeah. we saw it when amazon microsoft google came to came to kenya yeah. you saw how people were shifting from one organization to another those majority of them that, that they were millennials yeah. 
these are the people who want to come they are being paid well their time is let's say they work five hours they work at home the work is easy they can buy subaru they can go here and there these are the people who are working for us mm. so if they come to your organization and you cannot guarantee them that, that they, are, they are safe mm. let me assure you they'll go they will go mm. and how do they go they don't tell you they don't give you notice mm. they just pack close their laptop and they go so you can imagine if your organization that you that is highly dependent on um, on these people on the young guys with this take while the way it's taking us what will you do if for instance five people are resigning your organization every month what will you do what will you tell your your customers out there yeah. about how safe this organization is and also people will not work in an organization that tend to have a lot of um, uh, where people are moving People will doubt your organization. Yeah. Today you have this project manager, tomorrow is not there. Mm. Today you wrote another one. By the time the, the partners or the customers are trying to get used to these guys, they are not there. Okay. You get it. Mm. It will be very difficult also on your end uh, to maintain a given spectrum. So it's always good to make sure that psychological safety is a new normal. And through for us to be a psychological safe, majority of us, especially the new people, they are going for well-being. Mm. Well-being is very important. Yeah. yeah. Mm. True. Okay, um, so guys, I, I hope you've learned as much as I have, because I have. Um, my guest is very passionate about psychological safety. He is, and he embraces it in everything he does. But for me, um, it's something I wanted to learn more, and I thought to share it with you guys too. So I hope you've learned something. So we're coming to the tail end of uh, this very interesting conversation, and I'd like for Harris, parting shot. Uh, thank you thank you viewers thank all of us uh for joining this particular podcast and you know safety safety is not a a one time a one time thing safety is all about continuous improvement and uh, it's all about all of us to push and one thing i can encourage all of us just know that uh, we have a goliath to bring down mm -hmm. and you know goliath is not brought down by talk, uh, what do we call it titanic processes humongous processes just a small stone that can bring that um, that collide down so go out check your uh, align your organization check how organization is uh, is, uh, is doing go and take the low lying uh, low lying fruits processes and align them do not put a lot of your people to be to be inclined to processes but things that they can um, initiate thing that they can um, appreciate to push psychological safety and to push safety out and one thing that i know majority of us vivian don't follow mm -hmm. is um is to assume that uh safety is on is only owned by one person health and safety so when he goes for leave mm -hmm. definitely everything is going back to tatas so the best thing is uh, let us just push and embrace the issue of whereby to bring other people on board mm -hmm. if you have any change those change in your process you want to introduce a new machine, a new technology, a new anything in um, in the in a workplace. Kindly just allow and bring people on board and ask them questions. Because at the end of the day, who are going to to use those those technology, technicians yeah. or the handymen? Yeah. So it's good to involve them in any decision that you are making. The more you, you involve them, the more you involve them to make laws and rules, the more they are going to embrace it. Yeah. But do not make your organization to be rule focused. Mm. Let your organization be. What we call trust focused let people have trust in organizations the processes that we have and let them have that latitude to change them uh, to, to to understand for instance as i as i close 
there's this accident that happened in um, in aviation industry in the US. Uh, the plane was leaving from Indonesia, going to uh, going to to the US, and through that, because of poor weather, mm. the, uh, the 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 aeroplane was going to to going to the Tatars. So the the uh, the pilots, you know, they normally follow SOPs yeah. to the core. Mm. Everything in the aeroplane, they normally follow them to the core. Yeah. But in this area, it forced this guy to land the, the aeroplane uh, in the waters. And I know this thing he was not taught in school. So that is a, the, another area whereby we are teaching our people. Yes, we have SOPs, mm. but in case you are in problem, mm. what are some of the best ways you can use to escape those places? Mm. So if you put your people are inclined to rules, mm. they can die because the rule is not saying anything there. Mm. But if you give them the rules and you tell them you have latitude to use other means uh, mm. to escape the areas in mm. case of an incident, mm. use it. And you've given that, them that power, you've created the ability, you remember the ability that I was talking about, mm. you've created the integrity in your organization, the mm. care in your organization mm. to win the trust. Definitely these people are going to use other means to escape that particular area. Mm. So let us embrace these new normals of working, whereby we are not just focusing our policies and rules in a given way. Mm. If you don't do this ship out, no. Give people that latitude whereby they can come and question mm. the status quo. The moment they, they, they teach the status quo, they can bring more ideas and mm. you can use those ideas to improve the processes that we have in our organization. Mm. So thank you for hosting me. God bless. Thank you very much for coming. I know it was on a very short notice. So Asante San. Thank you.